Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Nuts in a Pod. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Emery. And we are back from, we took a little little production break. Little break. Little prod break. Sorry, I was trying to make it. <laughs> little prod break. See, <laughs> we've taken such a break, we don't know how to talk. <laughs> we don't know how to talk anymore. Um, but, you know, it's COVID life. We both, I actually was really busy because I was teaching a class, a six-week class. And so we just took a little cute little break and kind of a late season break. So, uh, yeah, I'm so happy to be back in the studio. Yeah, it's it nice. It feels good. It feels very good. It's very comforting. It uh, is very quiet in here, which I really like. Yeah. And, yeah, it's been it's been a while since we've been in this space, but it's nice. It I like nice. it. It's like my little home. Yeah, it's cozy. It's a very cozy studio. And they added more soundproofing. Look at this. They did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see it right there. Some right behind you. I mean, nobody else can see it. Oh, yeah, there's a little piece <laughs> Just behind Just a little me. piece. Nobody else can see it, but there's little pieces of that soundproofing. What is it? What type of material is that? Like a little foam? A foamy it's thing? It's like foam, yeah. Everybody knows what it, what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's like there's little... There's new little spots in the room, so. They added more foam, so we're, we're probably sounding extra foamy. <laughs> <laughs> Delete. Um, no, that is material you should keep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so business. Down to the business, yes. So we are two nuts in a pot. You are listening to us here on 106.5 Forward Radio. You can f- listen to us anytime literally any time you want on forwardradio.org. So just go to forwardradio.org and you can listen to us anytime. You can also find us on streaming services, Apple Podcast, Google Play, CastBox, and SoundCloud. All of them, literally all of them. Eh, I don't know if that's all of them actually, but it's a lot of them. You have four different options. You also can find us on social media platforms. Instagram is two nuts in a pod with the number two. And Facebook is two nuts in a pod with the number two spelled out, T-W-O. You can also email us anytime, day or night, two nights in a podcast at gmail.com, and we will read and respond to your email in a timely fashion. It might be within 10 minutes. It might be within 10 days. You never know. <laughs> so yeah. it's COVID, whatever. Be forgiving. Uh, but yeah, so you can find us in all those different areas. And that is the business. Nice. You still got it. I still, I still got it a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Good job. Thank you. Um, so we've just been sitting here. Just catching up like a couple of, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna say. I was gonna say hens or something. Just... Is that a is that a, is that some uh, phrase or whatever? A couple don't know. old hens. <laughs> couple old hens. This is gonna be a weird episode. All right. <laughs> Just a couple old hens getting back. Hope together. you guys are ready for a weird one. Um. So our first segment that we like to do is how are you for real. So we don't want any BS answers here. We don't want just like a, I'm fine. Like, I'm okay. Can't complain. You want to role play? Yeah, sure. Emo, how are you? I'm good. Cool. Um, I guess I'll see you later. That's the end of the conversation. Yeah, bye. You gave me a lot to work with. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so we don't want that. Yeah, we want to actually hear the deets. So how you were doing. Let's show them Good, how, bad, how, the ugly. how we're supposed to do it. And that's, so I'll ask you first. So Lizzie, how are you for real? Um, I am, I'm okay today. 
I'm feeling a little discombobulated. Um, I had people over last night, a small gathering, and I drank a little bit too much, and um, I'm definitely making it a goal right now to try to, it's hard, especially over the holidays, but just to try to like cut back a little bit because I just really don't feel good the next day. Yeah. I was just in bed until, until I came here. It's, it's 3.53 p.m. I was in bed before I came here. <laughs> yeah. yeah right. I ordered Wendy's from bed. I postmated Wendy's from from my bed. <laughs> well, no, no, you first. Tried if I to could post-mate. get them to deliver it to my bed, that would be great. That'd be amazing. A little difficult during COVID times, but if they wear a mask, I'm, I'm just come on in. Just please give it to me. Just feed just it to set me it, as well. Set it right on my belly. That's where it's going to end up anyway. <laughs> no, but I did try to get Hardee's first, and they burned me. I tried to get in. I was even before 10.30, before the breakfast cut off. I wanted that chicken biscuit so bad. And um, they canceled my order twice. Wow. They, yeah. And they so I think me. we're going to use this platform to call on all of our listeners uh, to never go to Hardee's again. So that I can go there all the time. Because the problem <laughs> was that they were too busy to take my order. So people, I know the chicken biscuits are great, but you need to help a girl out mm-hmm. when she's hung over and let her have her chicken biscuit. Yeah, we're not boycotting because of any specific thing they did with the business. We're you have to boycott because we want Lizzie to get her food. Yeah. Yeah. So if everyone could do that, that'd be great. I anticipate that that will probably happen next Sunday as well. Mhm. Mhm. I don't know. Maybe I think I'm going to try to be good next weekend. At least on Saturday night so that I'm not recording with only half of my brain cells. Well, tis the season. I'm always trying to be naughty around this time, so. That's true. <laughs> Are you on the naughty list? Yeah, I'm always on the naughty list. <laughs> um, yeah, I've weirdly, my version of being in the Christmas spirit this year is just buying a bunch of crap for myself. Nice. I've just, I've. Another gift for me. (laughs) Spending money is really fun. (laughs) It's a nice little dopamine rush. Yeah. Uh, We just got like a new computer that's going to be arriving in like a week and definitely, you know, we needed it. It's fine. But it hurts to spend that much money on something. Like it physically hurts Mm -hmm. me. But it's also really fun. So you get that little buzz after you buy something. It's like, ooh. I've, I've been buying a lot of clothes. Nice. Yeah. A lot of online shopping. A lot of, I did some in-person shopping too, which wasn't terrible. It's just that you can't try clothes on anywhere. Yeah. So you just have to kind of guess how they fit you. Just COVID is just, we all have ill-fitting clothes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're all buying way more clothes, but none of them fit. <laughs> they're just hanging off of us well plus everybody's had weight fluctuations so it's like who knows what size you are anymore yeah i lost a bunch of weight and i've gained some of it back just as you know it's getting a little colder i'm like "Mm, i think i'm gonna eat more and more because i'm you know hibernating basically so yeah I, i bet i gained some of my weight back i had at the beginning of covid i was exercising a ton and had lost like 25 pounds and I'm just not going to get on a scale because I don't need to know. Yeah. I'm just going to assume that that's the weight I stay at forever, no matter how I look or how my pants fit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to stick with that weight that I had 
before. Yeah, so if anybody asks you, you're just like, that's the weight I am. That's the weight I am. Okay. And I will not allow anything to contradict that. Mm-hmm. At the doctor's office, they ask me to step on a scale. I'm going to be like, screw you. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to be ignorant about my weight. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but it's been very hard to like exercise or do anything. And yeah, um, winter foods are very delicious and comforting. And you got to eat some of my Christmas cookies last night. I did. They were very tasty. I um, yeah, they're like some chocolatey. I don't, I don't even know what it was, but it, chocolate crinkles. If it has any chocolate in it, I am down. And if it has any like, if there is ice cream involved or if there is chocolate involved. I'm just gonna be. I'm gonna be about it every day for the rest of my life. (laughs) Like I, I love it. So I, um, so yeah, it's really, it's really hard for me to say no to cookies and little, little sweet treats. I got a real sweet tooth, and I've been, I feel like I've been exercising enough that it kind of like offsets it a little bit. I don't know. It's like whatever. Who cares? You're very good at the exercise. Yeah, I'm doing pretty good at that. You still do your runs. Wait, are we on me now for how I am for real? Oh, yeah. Let me ask you. <laughs> um, so, Emery, how are you for real? Oh, Lizzie, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> Just a couple of hens. Just a couple of hens gossiping again. Um, I am doing very well. I, I did have a rough day yesterday where I sat in my bed. Um, yesterday was a Saturday. I sat in my bed. And I ate cereal and watched The Crown. And that is literally what I did. And That sounds great to me. Yeah. And so to me, I make... It's all about perspective. Yeah. I make myself feel really bad if I do those type of things because I'm just like, I need to be productive all the time. And I'm generally a a very productive person. Like today, I've been a freak um, as far as productivity. And... But it was kind of nice just to relax and be by myself and be with my own little feelings. And it was, I've had lots of really good stuff happen lately. And this was just like one thing and it's about relationship stuff. And that's, you know, that's always my fun, my fun area. And uh, I just was kind of struggling with it. was kind of sad about it and um, getting salty, a little bitter about things. Yeah. And I don't like feeling that way. I don't like feeling bitter towards people or angry towards people. So uh, I just had to process it and be with myself and be like, you know what? I'm just going to eat this cereal that's real tasty. It was off-brand Frosted Flakes. Oh, yeah. And, you got to get off-brands. Yeah. But I had the on-brand Cocoa Pebbles, which I love. Coco- oh, my God. I love Cocoa Pebbles. But in your, you have brand loyalty with Cocoa Pebbles. That is a brand loyalty, yeah, um, for the rest of my life. I will be loyal to this the This show is in Cocoa. no way funded by Cocoa Pebbles. <laughs> but if you want to send us some free pebs... <laughs> I will not be upset. I really like Fruity Pebbles, too, but I haven't had that in a while. Fruity Pebbles are fun. They are fun. Um, It's like uh, the Funfetti of cereals. Yeah. So we're brought to you by Kellogg's, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They've been sponsoring a mental health radio show in Louisville, Kentucky. Um, So, yeah, that's what I did. And I watched The Crown, which is fun, because then every time I watch it, I just, like, pretend I have a British accent. I'll just, like, walk to the bathroom and be like, I'm oh. going to the bathroom. Oh, I'm going to the loo. <laughs> I didn't even do a British accent. <laughs> hey, I'm going to the British <laughs> just, like, terrible. <laughs> you could do, like, a Kira Knightley when you show all your teeth when you're talking. <laughs> That's a good British one. <laughs> I, uh, I became, there's season one, they have Winston Churchill with it just played by John Lithgow. 
Lithgow, whatever. And I just pretended to be Winston Churchill. Whenever I would see him, I'd just be like, just, I'm just Winston now. And so that was fun. Um, but yeah, I was kind of in a bad mood, but feel much better today. Uh, did my little run today, took care of some stuff today. I'm, I did a meditation. I did my meditation journal today. I did my gratitude journal. You know, I was all about mental health stuff today, doing wow. the show. Um, so yeah, when I'm productive, I'm very productive. So just, just some days it was nice to just have that relaxing day. But overall, things have been good. I Since we last aired, I bought a house. Woo-woo. I had my birthday. I bought the house. I closed on the house on my birthday, which was very exciting. October 28th, Scorpios. And uh, for all the Scorpios out there, all the... I'm sad. I feel like I missed your birthday. We didn't do anything. I am not really a birthday guy. I'm not really a person that... And I, I think I oh, need to... Oh, you were buying a house. So. <laughs> yeah, I need to get over that where I'm just like, I don't really like the idea of celebrating myself, which is just like sad sounding. Um, I've always thought it was really weird that people celebrated their birthdays and were like having a party for their birthday. But then it was like... Like it's perfectly se- acceptable for adults to like behave like children when it comes to their birthdays. Like, I want this and everything's about me today. Yeah. But then I was like, when I asked people, they were just like, oh, I just like wanted, this is just a chance for me to see people that I want to see. And I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Cause for me, me, it's just about having a good day. It's yeah. like, and I want to have, I want to be a little more intentional today about surrounding myself by people that make me happy. Yeah. I like that. And so I would like to do that for next year's birthday when I'm not as busy with the house and everything and it's not during the pandemic. So that'll be nice. So yeah, I bought a house and then uh, got a new job as well recently. So it was like in a span of 40 days, I got a new house, got a new job and it's been very exciting. And like, if it's stressful at all, it's like a nice stress. It's like, oh, I got to figure out how to do this with the house. Like, that's kind of fun. Or like, oh, I need to buy a bookshelf. Like, oh, that's kind of fun, actually. Yeah. Um, so all the things have been really nice. And then people have been so supportive and helpful. Like, you know, we've had people let let me borrow stuff. And my roommate, Brennan, he moved in with me. Now I call him a housemate. No oh, he's your housemate. He's my housemate now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was Australian. <laughs> uh, he's my housemate. And... Um, so yeah, we've had people let 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 us borrow stuff, and they've given us stuff. We we had a friend gave us their outdoor furniture, per- their outdoor furniture, <laughs> furniture. <laughs> you know, I was mixing porch and furniture, their outdoor furniture, uh, like a table and six chairs. Nice. Um, we've had people. Someone gave us a rake. Uh, Very uh, important. Someone gave us an area rug. Someone gave us a Christmas tree. Uh, it, like it's been, it's been very nice. Where and, do I sign up for this for yeah. people to give me stuff? Well, Should the, I just pretend <clears throat> that I just bought my house? I'll <laughs> yeah. empty everything out of it. I mean, to be fair, someone, my brother was the one who gave me the area rug and the tree. Uh, but every time I'm just like, I'm just going to text a few people and be like, Hey, do you know where I can find this? And a lot of times they'll be like, uh, yeah, you can find it in my basement. Come get it, please, because I don't want it anymore. Yeah. And I do, and it's been wonderful. So we've been able to save money that way, and that's been nice. And just been, you know, able to decorate the house. The one thing that I've done that is different for me, well, one, I put up a Christmas tree with ornaments and lights. And I am a person who, for like six years, didn't even celebrate Christmas. Really? Yeah, I was very much into the, I don't like consumerism or materialism or capitalism. Yeah. And I refuse to celebrate. And, um... And then I just got over that because <laughs> I was just like, I'm just being a Scrooge and might as well just give someone a stupid gift. I'm not really a gift giving guy. Like that's not my love language whatsoever. It's the, it's the lowest one. 
so I'm not really into gifts. And uh, so, yeah, I just, it was, so yeah, I put up a tree. That was great. And that was fun. I put up lights in our windows to be all like festive and like, hey, I'm in the neighborhood and I'm a, I'm a person that likes to decorate my house. So I did that. Cute. And yeah, so that's been nice. And then um, the other thing I did that I've been doing is I go to, I went to get a COVID test in Frankfurt to do those rapid tests. That's where you get tested. You walk up to the door, they stick a little thing up your nose, both nostrils, and they tell you the results within like 30 minutes. And you're just like, okay, I feel like this is too fast, but whatever, I guess it's See, accurate. if they do both nostrils, I've had it both ways. I had one where they did both, and then I had one test where they just did one nostril. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just, and maybe maybe it's a false sense of security, I have no idea, but... So I went and got my test. I got tested. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to a couple stores and just generate some ideas. And (laughs) that is literally what I would do. And I, like, don't like stores. I don't like shopping. I don't like any of that stuff. But I would go into, like, a store, like, Tuesday morning. And uh, not on Tuesday morning. The store Tuesday morning. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, yeah, I was like, if anyone comes up to me, I'm just going to say, I'm generating ideas. That is yeah. what I am doing right now, which is just such a foreign concept to me to be like, oh, I'm just looking around and be like, oh, that runner is kind of cute. That I could do something with that. Like, it's just you're such a homeowner now. It's just it's, pretty soon you're going to be enjoying trips to Home Depot. Yeah, I was like, what is going on right now? Like, I used to never be into this, but I've been, you know, renting for a long time and uh, in apartments for a very long time. And so this is just a different world for me. I got so excited to get a recycling bin. Like, I was pumped when we got our recycling bin delivered. Like, yeah. a, like a little kid on Christmas. Like, I was so excited to see that stupid orange bin. Which, why am I calling it stupid? That lovely orange bin. Yeah. And and I was so pumped for it. And then they came and picked it up. And I was like, oh, my God. Because we used to always have to go deliver it to the little recycling, recycling center. Plant? Oh, yeah. wow. And there's I'm always surprised your building didn't have no, they didn't have recycling. So I would I would always just take the recycling to the little um, the little center, and um, yeah, that was always kind of a pain in the butt. But then I'm just like, oh wow, they just like come and pick it up out of the little they cute little orange bin, and then just put the orange bin back. Like this is wild. I know anyone listening to this is like, okay, that's like very normal. But to me, it was just like the best. Was that know. one of your gratitudes? I feel like that's a good. Gratitude. It's good to find small ones like that. That is a good gratitude. One of my gratitudes this morning was um, I went over to my parents. I had to get something, and I, you know, obviously doing it safely and everything, but the dogs come out and greet me every time. And little Hillary, she's a Jack Russell Terrier, um, and she is named after Hillary Clinton. Uh, <laughs> she, she comes up, and she is just so sweet. And she just puts her little paws up on my leg and i just like lean down and like hug her and like you know she like licks my my face and stuff and it's just like god this is the sweetest thing ever like i love this so much and i don't get to see it very often because i never i'm not seeing my parents i'm not going out and seeing people really so it just was it was very nice to see her and then the other ones were like hey i got a new job and i forgot what the other one was or something but i'm trying to do gratitudes each day Little things and big things, but... Yeah, they say to do, like, five big things, five little things. Yeah, if someone, like, says something really nice to me or, like, something that's kind of unusual happens or just, like, noticing something really nice, like, the dog thing was just something, like, I was, like, when it was happening, I was, like, I love this so much because I love just, like, hugging her and she's just, you know, a little 12, 13-pound little little girl. Does she, does she look like Phoebe? Uh... A little bit. She's more more Jack Russell-y. Yeah. 
But yeah, she's just so delightful and just so sweet. And I, when <clears throat> I used to live with my parents for a little bit, and when I lived there, they got Hillary. And uh, so, you know, I like helped raise Hillary when she was a little puppy. So she, we have very fond memories together. And uh, so she's always so pumped to see me. And I'm the only one that will throw the ball with her. So she's just, like, super excited. But that was that was really sweet. I was like, man, I forgot, like, sometimes it's just so nice to be around an animal. And they just, like, are just so freaking sweet. I've really, like, having a dog during this, during COVID, has been, like, such a game changer for me. Like, mm-hmm. gets me out of the house. Uh, she's just, like, the best cuddler. She just calms me down. She keeps me, like just on average, just at a calmer level. I really would love to, like, it would be cool to get her trained to be, like, a, what's she gonna call it? Service animal. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, for my social anxiety, because, like, I saw service animals, because they can be trained to, like, go around you in circles if you're in a crowd to try to keep a buffer. Yeah. So you don't get overwhelmed by people. And they also can do this thing where they lie on the ground between your legs so that, like, if you imagine their front paws and their head is, like, right under you and then the rest of their body's behind you, and that makes it so that nobody can stand that close behind you. Oh, so wow. when So when you're in line and stuff. So dogs, they learn these, like, cool little comforting behaviors, and I think it's so sweet. Oh, wow, that is nice. Yeah, I, I have been considering getting a pet as well. The yeah. new house. I think it would be a cat, though. Oh, how Brennan, how's Brennan going to deal with that? He said he'll do it. He yeah. said he's down to look Just for pop a cat. that Zyrtec every day? Yeah, and so I was really surprised by that. Because I think a dog would be a little much for us right now. Like, let's just go with a cat at first. Because cats are a little easier. It's a easier. good starter animal, um, yeah. Yeah, dogs. I mean, I love dogs. I love cats. I mean, I love all animals, but dogs in particular. And I grew up with a lot of dogs and cats in my household, so... You know, I'd like to have more, but uh, a cat, starter cat would be great. And then yeah. I looked on, like, the Kentucky Humane Society's Facebook page, and they had just, like, these pictures of cats and dogs. You're just like, oh, my God. Like, your heart just melts with every picture. Just like, oh, my God, give me the animal. <laughs> like, yeah. I want to be the dad. <laughs> because they just, you know, they've a lot of them, it's like this one cat, like, its siblings were adopted, but it wasn't, and it has a type of cat leukemia and i forgot exactly what it's called oh yeah i remember when our neighbors growing up had their cat had feline leukemia yeah that's what it is yeah feline leukemia and like those cats because i looked it up it's like they don't live as long and they have to go to the vet a little more often and they can't go outside and they can't be around other cats that don't have feline leukemia like if they're around other cats they have to be a feline leukemia sanctuary <laughs> wow so, uh, that's intense. so that's what the stuff i learned there so i was like oh that'd be nice but i've you know i just saw his little picture and he had a little bandana on it was like my siblings were adopted and i'm not and i was like oh my god i'm just gonna cry looking at him like heartbreaking this is torture so i think this week we might go and look at cats oh my god i'm so excited for you yeah so that'll be the that'll be just another thing and it's been the last couple months have been huge as far as moving and moving forward with life so uh and then i think of like how difficult the summer was and automatically it's colder so i'm happier but in the summer i was really struggling and even like late september early october i was struggling but now i feel very good about things and when i do have a bad day or something crappy happens i'm able to like 
quickly navigate away or out of that. And that wasn't something I could do before. I would just spiral and just build on top of it. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, oh, okay, like this is going to be okay. I've dealt with this before. I can do this again. No big deal. Yeah. You know, let's just hang out in bed and eat cereal and watch The Crown. You'll be fine. And That's I was good. fine. Uh, I just realized we should probably take a break. Okay. So everybody hold on to your hats. BRB. Two Nights in a Pod is a program dedicated to talking about the real stuff. The stigma of mental illness, how we tend to our mental health, and how our brains define and empower us. Hosted by Lizzie and Emery, Two Nuts in a Pod can be found on podcast streaming devices such as iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and CastBox. In addition to podcast streaming services, Two Nuts in a Pod is a proud member of Forward Radio. 1065 WFMPLP is committed to broadcasting the voices of those groups and individuals in our community who are routinely ignored by the mainstream media, promoting understanding and collaboration among diverse groups, supporting our efforts to network, organize, and strengthen our community and our democracy. Forward Radio is a volunteer-powered, listener-supported station, and we need your contributions. Just go to forwardradio.org to donate or get involved. All right, we're back. We missed you guys. That was a really sad time for us when we were gone from the audience you know, yeah. for such a long time. Yeah, it was it was dark for me. Yeah, it was it was probably one of the worst worst times of my life. <laughs> I'm glad we're back. I'm really thankful that we're back. <laughs> Try not to get choked up I'll about it. I'll put in my gratitude journal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so we figured today we'll just do a little catching up. Just catch up. These time. hens just keep on clucking. <laughs> telling you what's <laughs> what's been going on in our lives is that not a saying like I hens getting together and talking I, I feel like it is it's something about like a hen house and i don't know i just i just google search hens talking <laughs> and the first thing that popped up is a video from youtube just called talking hen <laughs> <laughs> nice. and i cannot wait to watch that that it's like yeah we'll put like, that in the show notes <laughs> it's like chicken coop or hens in the coop or Hens, I don't know what. It's got to be something. Hopefully somebody will email us and be like, this is what it is, so we'll know, because I have no idea. Yeah, please tell me what the idiom is that I'm yeah. trying to capture. Yes. So I can start, because I've had a lot of, um, it's been kind of a crazy, well, as as I've already told you guys on the show, like I've been through a lot of different medications over the past like year and with COVID it just felt like I'm isolated like I work from home and I haven't been doing very well with that I just I do a lot better when I can actually go to work and have it be a separate space and so I'm gonna try to tell this without being too critical of my previous psychiatrist so I've I've chosen to switch psychiatrists mm -hmm. um, because Basically, I felt like I was on a lot of medications and we kept trying new ones and it just felt like it was turning into this like thing where it was just like, let's add another one. Let's add another one. Yeah, you're like some experiment. Yeah, and then I don't really know what's working. And what was really bothersome to me is that she kept like putting me on mood stabilizers for mood cycling. And she didn't say I had bipolar, 
but you know, she said, you have mood cycling, and so this this will help. I never liked them. They totally took away my highs and didn't help with my lows at all. Yeah. So um, I kept trying those and then going off of them. And then the last time I saw her, she suggested lithium. Mm-hmm. And that really freaked me out because yeah. I'm like, I don't even have a bipolar diagnosis. And that lithium is like the serious stuff. Yeah, lithium serious. That's, you don't just like play around with lithium. So I was like... I was just feeling like a disconnect where I'm like, I don't think, I don't think I agree with the treatment plan she has for me. I really don't think that the mood cycling is my biggest problem. Surely, you know, I'm a moody person and that is really intertwined with my depression in lots of ways. But anyway, I, so I switched to a previous psychiatrist and first thing she said was just like, you're on a lot of medication. We got to start. So we're just slowly eliminating things Mm -hmm. and then trying to figure out what's working and what's not working. Yeah. So we've been on that process. um, And I also did a psych assessment. It it was like several hours. But from that, I learned that I don't have bipolar. Um, I didn't show any signs of bipolar in the psych testing that I did. And that was kind of like a big a big deal for me it was good to be able to learn that because i just had had been so confused about it like i kept getting prescribed stuff for bipolar but wasn't bipolar and it's like what's going on so i did a psych assessment and it also helps because it does they do like iq and everything and it was kind of nice like i realized that i got really like triggered when i was taking the cognitive test because i was worried I don't know. I always worry that there's something like wrong with me cognitively. It's why I think I, you know, got the misdiagnosis of ADHD for a while, like, which the testing actually showed I don't have ADHD either, which I, I knew, I knew it was just depression and anxiety symptoms, making it look like ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, where was I? Oh, I was just going to say that I got like, I ended up like, getting kind of tearful during the testing because it was really hard at some parts and it just made me feel like oh my god what if i'm like stupid Mm -hmm. that's like a big thing i have is like being afraid that i'm stupid i don't know where it comes from but anyway it was good to know that like no you're above average intelligence it's like that's there's a test right there that says it (laughs) it was kind of nice to have that because i have such like low Mm self-confidence so it was like you know I'm not genius level or anything, but I will let my mom continue to believe that. Um, (laughs) I'm just normal smart. (laughs) But, yeah, and I've been doing therapy weekly, um, doing mindfulness, mindful self-compassion therapy. What is that? So it's it's basically like you are, when whenever you have like a, a bad feeling, that you're thinking about, um, you're being mindful of the feeling, so you're just registering it. You're saying, ouch, this hurts, this is stressful. Mm -hmm. And then the next step is to link that to like common humanity. So instead of isolating and thinking, I'm the only one who feels like this, to to say, you know, lots of people probably feel the way I feel right now. Mm, Okay. Um, That's called mindfulness self-compassion? Yeah. Okay. Um, So, common humanity is part of it 
And then the final piece is like self-kindness. So offering yourself some kind words like, may I forgive myself? Like, I'm, it's okay. Like, yeah. I'm doing okay. Everything's fine. So it's just like learning how to self-soothe, basically, which mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been terrible at. I think I've, I've always relied too much on like partners and friends to like s- soothe me when I'm freaked out. And this is very much like a, you can do this yourself. You can soothe yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it's been working really well. I, I noticed a lot in the first few weeks of doing it. I noticed like a ton of changes. Um, and then it kind of like slowed down, but I still notice it. It's like I had something embarrassing happen at work where I like was unmuted on a call and interrupted the dean when she was talking. <laughs> and normally that would like send me into just like a total just spiral of like shame and, yeah. and just like, how could I possibly do that? Like, that's such a me thing to do. Like, I'm so embarrassed. But instead, I was just like, well, just acknowledging the feeling like that was embarrassing <laughs> but this kind of stuff happens on calls all the time yeah and people were they seemed to find it endearing people just kind of chuckled and then moved on it's funny no yeah. one no one probably even thought twice about it i provided some entertainment yeah because it's yeah, i mean those calls are dear god yeah zoom fatigue is very real yeah. and so i think any 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 entertainment. That's why if somebody sees a cat or a dog, they're just like, "Oh my god, a pet!" Like, because yeah. they just because they're, they're Zoom calls are terrible. I mean, they're great that we have that feature and that we have that technology, but like, I mean, they're awful. So if we have any type of entertainment or anything that differs from the norm, I'll take it. So if if there's an interruption, I'll be like, "Yes, I love this. Like, just please keep doing this." Yeah. So it's like instead of believing there's something wrong with me, I'm such like a klutz, like. Or I'm just so, one of the things that I'll worry about is just that I'm bad at technology. And so I could go down that spiral of just beating myself up about it. But instead, I was just like, I just bounced back quickly. I was like, yeah, no big deal. That's totally fine. I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, So I've noticed little changes like that since I've started. Nice. Um, But yeah, the weekly therapy is, is pretty key. I've never... I don't think I've ever done weekly therapy before, but it just kind of was like, it was time. I really needed it. Yeah. I really need that right now. Welcome to the cuckoo club of the weekly therapy people. (laughs) It's nice. It's, and my therapist is very structured with everything. It's like at the beginning, it's always like, what do you want to put on the agenda for today? And it always feels like we're solving a problem together. We're, you know, just kind of figuring stuff out. She's great. Um, and she actually graduated from Spalding's ID program. Nice. So the school where I work. Um, just a couple of hens getting together. Just a couple of hens <laughs> clucking around the hen house. <laughs> but yeah, that's That's been... the episode title, clucking around the hen house. <laughs> clucking around the hen house. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like there's been a lot of stuff for me with that. Um, I, I feel like in the past few months, I've started to have good days again. Yeah. Maybe like once or twice a week, I'll just have like a a good day. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what did I do to deserve this? Like this gift? Like oh, this has been pleasant. It's been, it's been so long. I was in such a deep depression for like most of this. Um, my depression and anxiety have been so bad during COVID. And yeah, it just feels good to finally 
have a little break in the clouds. That's good to hear. I still have the lows, but it's like they're, I'm handling them much better, and it's like I, I've got the good days to keep me going. For yeah. a while, it's like when it's bad day after bad day after bad day, that's when the, like the suicidal ideation gets bad, and it's mm-hmm. just like you, you start to feel hopeless, like this is never going to feel better. Yeah. Um, so I'm really trying to like appreciate the good days when they come and just be very like mindful on those days and like grateful and to make sure I journal on those days too. Yeah, for sure. Definitely um, write that stuff down. Cause you can learn, you can learn a lot from your good moods just like you can from your bad moods. Yep. It's like what, what aligns, it's not magic, you know, what are some of the factors that maybe put me in this mood that I'm in today? And what are some things that I could like control and maybe like reproduce so that I could, you know, set myself up for maybe more good days. I even recommend people going to therapy when, it, when things are good. I, I think one of our past guests, uh, she, Katie, she talked, Katie Kibitsky, she talked about, um, her and her husband going to therapy when things were like good, like mm-hmm. couples therapy, just so like they're prepared for anything in the future. And also like, to focus on like what's going well and because i think once you're in the crap hole that's just what the phrase i'm going to go with is crap hole once you're in the crap hole it's hard to figure out like how to get out or like what it's like to get out of that or what it's like to not be in that and so i think i think going to therapy like i have some therapy sessions where it's like we don't even have a whole lot to talk about because i'm doing very well so it's that's been that's been nice but they they like to hear your successes too. I can't remember. Yeah. I think it was the therapist we had on the show that that said like, yeah, we love to hear the good news. Like, yeah, you probably you know? hear so much bad. So there's like, please tell us something positive. Yeah, I think it's it probably gives them a little extra boost when yeah. they get to hear celebrate our our good stuff with us too, instead of just always dealing with our our trash. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's basically. Uh, my book report on what's going on with my mental health. So I'm presenting my book report now, yes. correct? Okay. Now it's your turn. So I'm walking up to the front of the classroom. I always, with my name, last name being Williamson, they would often go in an alphabetical order by last name, and I was just generally one of the last people to present, so that was always kind of nice. You know, then you're like, okay, I know what to expect. Like, I know, like, how Sorry. good these are. I'm trying to lift my boot up. It just sounds like farting over there. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm struggling. I just wanted to get my leg up. Okay. Um, yeah, Lizzie's just farting over here. Just a couple of hens farting around. <laughs> farting around the hen house. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the past few months have been has been very good. I, uh, yeah, really particularly struggled this summer. Had to go through a lot of therapy, group therapy, went to the hospital, all that fun stuff. I think lately, there's been a few things that I've noticed. It's one, when bad stuff happens, not spiraling out of control. And I've noticed that when bad stuff happens, I'm, I'm able to kind of like let it like hit me and then like be okay with it and be like, all right, this is fine. And then I've noticed I've been, I've been that's one way I've noticed that things are better. And the other way I've noticed is that I'm, I'm a little more playful and silly. Nice. And I, I know that when I, because I am a very playful, silly person. So if I am not like that, then it probably means something's up. Mm-hmm. But if I am like that, things are probably pretty good. Because if I'm playing around and playful and silly with people and being funny and, you know, and 90% of what I say during that time is just BS, like it's just me having fun. And that's a really good sign. And yeah. I notice that more and more, like even like 
being silly when I'm alone. Like, you know, doing my little, like, creature voices just by myself. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, just entertaining myself so easily. And that's been really, really nice. And just, um, I think, you know, the transition to the house, being a first-time homeowner, doing that on my birthday was really special. Uh, How supportive people have been. My support network has been so strong. I mean, I before I bought the house, I got into a group chat with um, 11 of my girlfriends and I'm the one dude. There's 12 of us, and it's nice. just me. I have a chat like that, one dude. Oh, you do? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's nice to be that one dude. Um, it, it feels like I'm in a, a I don't know if the sacred is the right word, but I was going to say like a sacred space where like you don't want to say anything stupid. Like I don't want to like mess things up because I don't want to be kicked out of the group. <laughs> but like, you know, because you, you, you'll, there's stuff that's talked about that I'm like, okay, like I should probably not say anything right now. I'm going to hold back. They're talking about their periods. You or... know, just stuff that just I c- can't really relate to and I will be supportive, but I, you know, I'm just going to hold back here. And, um, but it's been really, really nice to have that because that group, well, one, it's a lot of texting, uh, but I like that. And it's like, you know, 11 people that are just in your corner, on your side. And if any, it's been, there was one time someone was going through something and just the way the other people in the group were like, yeah, like they just like, we're all defending that person, defending this person in the group and like, you know, against the other person that had like done something wrong or whatever. Like it was just like, they were so on each other's team, like waiting to go to battle for that person. Yeah. And I was like, man, I have not been in group chats like this ever. And I was like, are all women's group chats like this? Like, this is amazing. What and is this? People emotionally supporting each other? What? Yeah, it's like so, because I've been in chats with, with mostly guys or like just, you know, a mix. It's never like this, where it's just like, you know, people are every day sharing pictures of their kids and their pets. They're all supportive of each other. You know, everyone is, like, loving every comment. And, like, it is just, it is very nice. Like, they're all incredibly smart, interesting, funny people. And I've known many of them since I was in high school. So it's, you know, that long connection there. And it just is, it's been really nice. Like, I I would say that's one of the, it is a highlight of my past few months of going through mental health stuff. You, know, you feel I can feel like I can talk about anything in that group. That's really wow. nice. Congrats for getting that invite too. Uh, yeah. Wow. I, I I I texted a friend and was like, "Hey, like I need like advice on house stuff." And she was like, "Okay, I'm going to add you to this group." And I got added to the group and I was like, "Yes, I'm in the group." And I just asked questions and they were just about it quickly. Wow. And uh so yeah, that's been really nice and it just shows that you have a strong support network even if you can't see them. Like, I'm just, you know, maybe seeing pictures, like selfies or something of them, like maybe memories and stuff like that. But it's just like all of them are on each other's side. Yeah. And fully supportive. And that is, I'm all about high emotional intelligence. I'm all about supporting people. So just being in a group like that is very uh, fulfilling. So that's helped a lot, even something like that. And then just the, the help and support from friends and family during this time, because it's a lot of changes. And just, it's been very significant in my life, but people have just been so supportive and helpful uh, to the point where, like, your brain kind of tricks you and you're like, wait a second, are they just, like, helpful and supportive because they feel sorry for me because I'm old suicidal Emery? (laughs) Or do they love me? And, like, and you have to just be like, they love you. Like, they care about you. And, like, let people care about you. Instead of questioning their motives and thinking they're only doing this because you're a sad person 
sack of poop. Like maybe, maybe, yeah, but like just let it happen. And so when I let it happen, I just, it just is amazing. There's so much kindness and generosity and support that is really, I'm really very appreciative of. So that's been great. And I, you know, I've had a few, a few bad moments here and there, but I'm just able to let it pass. Uh, I've noticed how quick I've been with that. And even, you know, I set up boundaries and Lizzie and I have talked off air about boundaries that I've set up with, with people. And that's been very healthy for me as well. And yeah, it's just been, it has been a very nice past couple months. I think I've only had two bad days and it was only for a few hours at a time, but I've been able to like notice the good stuff. I, as you talked about, like lots of people go through this or Emory, you've been through this before. Like this is nothing new to you, buddy. Like you yeah. are a veteran at this stuff. Like you got it. Or it's like, Hey man, like everybody's going through this or like, Hey man, like this is a pandemic. Like even if things seem normal at times, it is not normal. Nothing is normal. Everything is weird. Mm-hmm. Like that's what, I have to remind myself, even at t- there's, there's even times where I'm in my house doing stuff. And I'm just like, oh, the world is normal. No, the world is not normal right now. So it is okay to struggle because everybody's struggling. Everybody's going yeah. through crap. Like, and it's okay. So, And Seth has to remind me of it. He's like, the world is not normal right now. The world is not normal. You can't expect your life to feel normal when the world is not normal. Even if you're hanging out with friends, like, outside or whatever, trying to be safe, like, just if you start to think a little bit, you're like, wait a second, this is not normal. And think of like all the precautions we're taking and think of like what we're thinking about and think about who's not there because they don't feel comfortable. Or, like think about like what events have been canceled. Like we didn't have Thanksgiving and that was sad, but it made sense for our family because it was too many risk. So that that's tough stuff to deal with. But it's like, I feel like in the end, like you're sacrificing for the greater good. Like, and that makes me feel good. I'm like, okay. Maybe I can't see my family like I used to. Maybe I can't hug my parents or hug my nibblings, nieces and nephew, nibblings. I can't hug them, but I think that's okay for right now. And, like, we're just sacrificing it because we want as few people to be sick and as few people go to the hospital and few people die. And it's obviously it's already been terrible, but, like, let's not make it worse. So whatever we can do to make it better, let's do that. And so that's been – that's that's to to remind myself of that, like, hey – this is not normal. Everything is weird. <laughs> so, yeah, don't – I feel like I've been expecting – I'm. you know, we talk about perfectionism a lot on the show because we're both perfectionists. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's – I need to turn that off, especially right now, mm-hmm. because sometimes my perfectionism, it feels like it's successful. I feel like, oh, I did a perfect job at something. Yeah. And that's just not something I can do right now. I don't have the capacity, like – I even read something about how we're all living through that this whole COVID thing. We're all living through trauma right now. Yeah. I think I can't remember what it was called. It's called like prolonged trauma Mm -hmm. as opposed to something. And that that has so many effects on your brain. And it actually it puts you if you know, like Maslow's like hierarchy of what is it? Hierarchy of needs. Yeah. That it basically puts us in that survival segment of the pyramid again yeah like that we're just trying to get our basic needs met for like safety and connection with people and so some some of that some of the higher things that um in the hierarchy like like connecting with people yeah 
that we don't have as much capacity for that because we're living through a prolonged trauma. Yeah, that's why, like, I feel like you have to be forgiving of people and, like, in situations, stuff like, people are just going through stuff. So, like, if, you know, if I don't really, you know, I've had issues where I've had established boundaries with people and a part of me is like, hey, it was good and healthy for me to do that. But also, like, you know, I can't really be angry with them because, like, everything is just messed up right now. Like, this is not normal. Like, we're just trying to make it. And you add on all the other trauma, like you think of like, you know, the, the racial injustice and police brutality and civil unrest that we had this summer, like that is a lot for people. And here in Louisville, it's just like exacerbated and just people are exhausted. And so I think just being forgiving of yourself and being forgiving of others is important as well. And just knowing like, hey, this is a weird, sucky time. But we're going to get through this, but nobody's at a hundred percent. Nobody's at a hundred percent. You can't do anything perfect because there's just no way possible. And it just, yeah. Yeah. But overall things have been, things have been nice. I mean, considering the circumstances with everything, uh, my personal life has, has gone pretty well. So like, and then, and my thing is, you know, a trigger for me is relationships, all that stuff. And I have been more focused on the house and job stuff that really I haven't thought about that that much. It hasn't been like, oh, I'm sad because I'm going to bed alone and I don't have a partner to join me. Like, it's more like, I don't care about that right now. I've got other stuff on my mind. And I got stuff that's more important to me. So that's been a relief as well because I know in the past I would have really gotten, even this summer I would have gotten down on myself for that stuff and like, oh, well, you're not in a relationship because of this, this, and this, because you're a failure, because you're toxic, because you got all these problems, because your mental health issues... And just not focused on that at all right now. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just doing doing my thing and getting my house and my job in order. So, Well, and right now, too, like even for couples, it's harder to connect. Yeah. It's harder to feel that connection. So it's like we're all feeling that loneliness in different ways. So, yeah. Yeah, I think it's it's all – everyone is going through stuff that's it's complicated and weird and just – yeah, even for couples, like, if couples are just quarantining the entire time, like, they're not seeing other people, like, you got to see other people. Like, yeah, you, like, your relationship can't give you everything you need, and that's something that I've had to remind myself of, is that it was way easier, bef- like, pre-COVID, because I felt like I had more interactions with people yeah. to kind of realize that, like, my emotional well-being involves support from a lot of different people yeah. i don't need my partner to be all of those people for me and it's not fair to you or your partner to put that i mean that's a lot of pressure on the person i, I know that's yeah. that's one reason i created certain certain boundaries because i knew my behaviors and my tendencies i was like okay like i feel like i'm gonna put too much pressure on this person to like make sure i'm okay yeah and it's like i need to make sure i'm okay by doing the work myself and leaning into my support network when i can but like not putting all this emotional burden and stress on the shoulders of one other person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Cause we're all going through more than we can handle. So having someone else's stuff heaped on you on top of that, it's like, yeah, Seth and I right now, we're just both trying to take care of our own stuff. Yeah. We're just trying to, <laughs> we're both just trying to survive. Um, I just realized we're getting to the time of the, episode where we talk about gratitudes oh nice i know we already talked about some gratitudes earlier Mm -hmm. but you can never have too many gratitudes well i would say my first gratitude 
first grat would be that uh, being back here and recording is nice. It's very fulfilling and rejuvenating. It's relaxing for me. It uh, it's another form of therapy, really. Yeah. And I always, you know, like being here with you. And yeah, that's been it's been really really nice to have that happen. So I that would be one. I got many more, but that's that's a immediate gratitude. Man, I'm going to steal yours because I definitely feel that way too. Yeah. I feel like I do it does something very similar to therapy. Mhm. Uh doing this show. And so I do like I notice when we take breaks that I miss it and I I just it's like I don't have these sessions with you once a week to just decompress on everything yeah exactly and uh it helps me a lot so i think that's a big gratitude for me another is i'm grateful that my my friend sam helped me do some dog training yesterday because she hired a trainer for her dog and she said why don't you come over bring phoebe i'll show you how to use this training collar and we'll take her for a walk and just You'll see how quickly just a few corrections will, she'll be walking beside you like, like a pro. And yeah. she was, and it was amazing. I had never walked with my dog. Oh, yeah. I'd always been like, she's dragging me behind her. Like yeah. she's bouncing all over the place. And it was like, it was very cool. And it, I, it felt so much more bonding. Mm-hmm. Like, because she's looking up at me the whole time. She's looking for cues for me on what, what she should be doing and i didn't realize too that dogs like that like they kind of like to be alpha they they want that structure yeah and so i think it's just going to be good for both of us i think i'll enjoy the walks more i think she'll enjoy them more a a walk with a good walking dog is great like i we we had a couple dogs as a kid that we would train and yeah, we would found out like because we did. There were certain things we just didn't know about walking a dog. But like, if you can get a dog to walk next to you and they like stop when you stop and they like go in the direction you're going and there's no like fighting back or anything, it is very nice. Yeah. And yeah, they like it. Yeah, it's. I didn't realize how much the walks were kind of like becoming just uh, instead of being this like time that's for me and my dog to kind of bond and for me to get a little exercise it was just turning into me feeling dragged around and just like yeah. she was walking me and it was <laughs> it's just like uh so i'm very grateful that my friend offered me that new knowledge that she has and i didn't have to pay a dog trainer for it true just have to get a special collar i'll say i'm grateful for that uh texting group i'm in yeah i do like that group a lot they uh I consistently get it is probably a hundred notifications a day within that group. I mean, it's wow. a lot, but I mean, sometimes it's just I mean, you get a notification if somebody likes a comment or whatever. But it's it's been very nice and very therapeutic, and they're just incredibly supportive and just great people. So I just uh, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. What else am I thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for cold weather. I can say that. Yeah. And the colder it gets, the happier I am. I know that. I think it was like. In the 60s a couple days ago, and I was like, I hate this. Oh, in December? No, because... It feels s- wrong. Because the only thing worse than spring people 
No, the only thing worse than fall people are spring people. And the only thing worse than spring people are summer people. All three of those people, to me, are the worst. <laughs> and just different levels of terrible. Summer people are the worst people. So I'm a winter person. So I'm one of those people that my favorite season is winter. And I kind of want to be as obnoxious as those people are about their seasons because they love their seasons. They love their barbecues and their little get-togethers. And they're so happy. And their autumn, their fall pumpkin spice things and i'm just like i want things to be cold and dreary and dead and sad (laughs) matches your inner landscape so i'm all about the winter so i'm happier that it's cold yeah nice grateful for that um okay we could probably do a couple more i am grateful for postmates nice yes that i can order food from my bed when I'm feeling rough, because that's just a good thing if you're a depresso in general. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really hard to get out of bed, and sometimes it's really hard to cook. I've had that. Um, I used to like cooking, and it's just become a chore for me now, yeah. um, and it's just become kind of a source of stress. We get takeout way more than we used to just because I don't have it in me yeah. to cook you know, five meals a week or whatever. I'm finding that I'm getting takeout more now. I used to. I kind of want to get takeout again tonight. Yeah, I'm going to do it. This is just going to be a full takeout day for me. Nice. I'll probably get Chinese food tonight. That sounds very good. I think I'm going to get pizza. Because nice. pizza is, that's another thing I'm grateful for too. I realize that I am basically just a seven-year-old child where my favorite drink is chocolate milk and my favorite food is pizza. <laughs> that's like, awesome. That, I mean, I, I had to like, I was like thinking about it recently. I was like, what is my favorite food? And I was like, it is, it is just pizza. Yeah, like I'm always down for pizza. Like, there's a pizza party. Hell yeah, I'll be there. You got pizza? I'll eat it for sure. I mean, unless it's got pork in it. Don't put any pepperoni or pork in there. Um, But otherwise, I'm going to eat that pizza. I don't like like pineapple and pizza either, actually. Oh, you're one of those. I love pineapple and pizza. You do? Yeah, I Yeah, but I can't get it because Seth doesn't like it. So whenever I hang with my sister, I'm like, yes, let's do it. We get pineapple jalapeno, and it's delicious. Oh, wow. That sounds interesting. Mm. Yeah. It's a flavor explosion. Um, Okay, so we are out of time for today. Okay. It was lovely catching up with you. It was nice catching up with you, too. It was great. I'll do my Kira Knightley. (laughs) I like how you, like, raise your head, too, when doing that voice. It's really great. Um, Yeah, it's good to catch up with everybody. Keep talking about your feelings. All right? Yeah, that sounds good. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Two Nuts in a Pod on Forward Radio. Please keep in mind that we are not mental health professionals, and all of our opinions are based on our personal experiences. If you'd like to speak to a trained professional, call National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK. Original theme music for Two Nuts in a Pod was composed by Neil Lucas.